Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ahir. Five Lamps is the locally brewed, great tasting beer. Try a local in your local. Get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, would you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Stall It. Episode 119. It's another spooky. Ooh. Getting close. Getting close to halloween It's right around the corner now. Stall it as a go loud original podcast proudly sponsored by the spooky five lamps. Ooh. Ooh, spooky points of five lamps. Don't forget to visit the spooky website, uh, drinkaware.ie, to know all about responsible drinking. Ah. Ooh. Can you put some thunder in there? Oh, well, did I just do that? Yeah, leave that bit in then. Um, Today, we have a lovely, lovely new friend of the podcast. We now. do. Yeah. We do. It's. Um, Writer and director of another podcast called Petrified, Peter Dunn. Mm-hmm. Petrified is a podcast which is basically, well, he'll do a better job explaining it than I will, but it's a scaredy podcast where he tells scaredy stories and that he oh. writes. But he's the biggest. All scaredy stories. He's the biggest horror fanatic I've ever come across. Yeah. I didn't even know people like that existed until now. Until now, until we met Peter. What a fella. Some man. Some man for one man. Gets around, doesn't he? Been around the world, going to the most haunted places in America, in Salem. Salem, yeah. New Orleans. A life dedicated to horror. Whole life. Stemmed from an early age. Yeah. And, and continues on to that. He done a Ouija board. He talks about he actually done a Ouija board and had a crazy experience doing it. He's fascinated by Joe's ghost stories too. Mm. Who wouldn't be? They're fascinating stories. Yeah. To Spook. your credit. They're very spooky. Ah even Close. he even he got a little bit spooked. Strap ourselves in there. <laughs> Let's get on with it. On with the show. Alright, what's the story? How are you, Peter? How's things? Getting ready for Halloween. Excited, most wonderful right, time yeah. of the year. Yeah. It is, I agree with you. Yeah. They say it's Christmas, but Halloween is the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, Christmas is a lot of rubbish. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? I, I mean, I like Halloween, but I don't think it's the most wonderful. I wouldn't say wonderful. I wouldn't use it's magical. wonderful as a, an adjective. Yeah, I'm kind of looking back now and saying, <laughs> it's not really wonderful. It's, it's grim, but like, yeah. good grim. <laughs> Spooky. Ah, Spook- ah terrifying. Petrif- petrifying time petrifying. of it. There you go. Nice. Huh? Uh, do you like that plug? Oh, it was great. Yeah, That's it was the way we do it. Seamless. Yeah. <laughs> Flawless. Flawless. <laughs> Professional. Take you long to think of that one. I, I've been t- I've been sitting on that one for it's a few right. days now. Long like, Peter was coming in. I'd say it just around like, the two minute mark, I'll just say it. I was messaging Darren, I was saying, you team me up, all right? You say the most wonderful time. And I'll say the most petrifying time. And it still felt very fresh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. You're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually practicing it on Zoom before you came here. <laughs> we weren't. 
for anyone that doesn't know, you obviously have a podcast, and yes. the podcast is called Petrified. Petrified, yeah. And you're the writer and director of Writer and director, and then uh, Liam Garris is the producer, and then we just have kind of the same actors that come again and again and again. Um, yeah, so the the highfalutin description of it is a horror anthology from a darker Ireland. So we kind of do horror stories with a real Irish twist. So we've done one about the Twelve Pubs of Christmas, the Panto, um, the moving statues in the 80s, right. um, Ghost Estate. So like I think that's their USP, as you say, like Irish horror. So they're kind it, of like good. Tiny. They look radio dramas, would you say? Yeah. Little, yeah, a different story every week. So like things, like, so Liam and me, we used to love things like we still do things like Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, Inside Number Nine. Yeah. So we were going, we'd love to do our own little mm. Irish version of that. Yeah, in podcast form. In podcast form. Yeah, I was listening to it la- last night. I listened to Blade Through, and I was lying in bed and I had it on my phone. So I was coming out through the sounds coming out through the speaker, and I said to myself, well, I'll go out and have an old smoke now. So I put the air. air in like the uh, airpods and I sat down on the chair at the, the side of the door and opened the door and uh, then there was a knock in the episode like a, a little bang and I went oh Jesus <laughs> I thought there was someone at my window <laughs> but it was because it's immersive like the, the sound quality of it and I was like my god I, I had to give myself a little bit of a break there so the sound design and everything in it so it's proper like oh, it, yeah, it creates a world yeah Liam is brilliant now so Liam who produces it he does all the sounds as well but he doesn't like use sound banks so he makes all the sounds himself so but like he's dedicated there was even an episode where there's two people fighting so Liam like put cushions down on the ground and rolled around the floor and was thumping himself in the chest and everything. Like, <laughs> That's yeah. commitment. It's like yeah. old school oh, Hollywood. Why don't you do that for this podcast? <laughs> why don't you come up with something creative enough that I need to do that for this podcast? I don't think you'd ever roll around on the ground in cushions <laughs> and start punching the ground. If the playoff was enough. but <laughs> you know, If there was a scuffle and we need to make a sound of that, you'd do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's a, a new episode every week. Well, there was. We did a few different series of it now. So, oh, so it's like seasons, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, seasons. So we're taking a bit of a break now because we're doing a live episode. Um, it's going to be in the Laughter Lounge. Uh, when this so comes out, it'll be over. It might be, yeah. It's the 25th of October, so it might be... No, this will be out on the... This will be out. On the day, yeah. That's the, the Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. out. If you're listening to this on the day of release... Grab a ticket. Yeah, like yeah, down to the Laughter Lounge. Yeah. left, I'm sure they're all gone. <laughs> God, I hope so. But uh, so yeah, we're concentrating on the live one now, and then when that's finished, we'll get back into doing another series. Yeah. But like, how do you make a radio drama? A lot? Does it not just become a stage show? That is it. Just, is it going to be performed like actors on stage? Well, the, there's a few little tricks now. So what I'm kind of doing is like, why? So we did another one. The first live one we did was in London for the London Podcast Festival, and I had the exact same question. I'm going, well, what is it about this that like? why does it matter that you see this live? And so what I wanted to do was I didn't want people to think that there was a wall between them and what they're watching. So that episode that I wrote was about two women making a live podcast at the London Podcast Festival. And we included... Yeah. And we included the audience in it. So, you know, the audience, the the reactions they made and all like that all becomes part of the show. And so with the one with the word... It could take any angle, is it? Kind of. We don't want to kind of we don't want to tell too much because the whole thing is about like creating a yeah, bit yeah. of a not like a hoax but like that you'd be surprised by what you see so with the okay. laughter lounge one takes place in the laughter lounge it's about like the three actors are themselves 
So, like, they're talking as themselves. So, like, but there's a few little twists, but I won't say anything more than that. Like, it's. We'll it's have to, to make... go. Yeah. Are you, are you in it? I'm saying nothing. Oh. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't, you have said no. Ruined. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. So, this, all, like, this podcast didn't just stem out of nowhere. Like, you've always been a fan of horror, I yeah, take it. Yeah. Like, you're wearing a carry t shirt. Yeah. Under, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got a skeleton hoodie. So a Russian like, doll of horror cows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I presume there's like a background of it, is there? Uh, yeah, well, I was always a bit of a weird kid. I think what happened with them, um, when we were small, like growing up in Bonnie Fame with my mad and dad, and all, my mad and dad's let us away with mortar. Like, he'd let us watch anything. So even my mad and dad be gone to bed and we'd be watching the Texas worst things. Like exactly, yeah. And then... Uh, you know, my cousin came home from Canada with like a load of video nasties in a suitcase and this was like heaven for weird kids. And then even the video shops had let you get Ant now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it was just all watching all that stuff, I think, yeah. warped me a little bit. And then it was just, Absolutely. yeah, and Halloween mad about her. And then just got into wanting to make horror stuff. So it would have come from like... Uh, uh, when we'd have Halloween parties when I was a kid, I'd go, do you know what, this isn't scary enough. So I'd make these big elaborate stories that we'd have for the Halloween party. So one in particular uh, told all the cousins and my brothers and sisters now that my nana was digging up the back garden and she found a suitcase. And when she opened it, it was full of like kids' clothes and photographs and that uh, two orphans had been murdered in the house and the people that killed them wanted to hide all the evidence so they put her in a suitcase and buried it at my nana's back. And then my nana moved in. But then, Bloody evil. Yes, it was. But then we were going, because my nana opened the suitcase, she'd released the spirits of these orphans and if we didn't exercise the spirits of the orphans from the house, all the kids in the family was going to die by midnight. How old were you then? I think I was about like nine or ten. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I been talking last week about can't watch the exorcist. I'm being at yoga. Was it? Demons out the back. Garden and suitcases. Like, how old would you have been watching these films? Ah, uh, too young. Yeah, it's only like two. Uh, two. Yeah. <laughs> two years old. Probably. Yeah, I still didn't sink it in. But like, yeah, and just, but like, you remember even like, uh, you know, the first grown-up book that I would have read would have been because you know, me nana and funny you said it. Me nana had like a copy of The Exorcist book in her house, and it's like, there's a book. Was, yeah. Is that? Is it yeah, after William the book? Peter Blatty, yeah, started off as a book. Yeah. Okay, right, didn't yeah. know that. Is and, the uh, is the book? What the book was made into the film? Yeah. then, was it? It's not. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, right. But it was it, it was supposed to be based on a real a boy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but that would have been the first like kind of grown up book I read, and I was about eight or nine as well. Cause, um, like, because you'd be reading, I know, like the language is filthy, you know, the way she goes yeah. on the thing. So like, I'd be kind of go, like, getting the dictionary. Like, to find your, mother, out. your mother, sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, you and I'd yeah. be going like, you know, what does necrophilia mean? Looking at the, Jesus. Oh, so then it, but, but it weirdly even made me like a better reader because I was mm, going, I'd yeah. be looking up all these words, going, what does sodomy mean was, and stuff like. That. Yeah. <laughs> thank God there was no Google to like check them words. God, yeah. At the time. Yeah. So so all. Always loved horror, and then my granddad loved um, all the old Hammer horrors, and so you know we'd he'd like the two of us be sitting on the sofa, and he pulled the curtains, and we watched this, and then it weirdly became like I get a real feeling of being safe, if you know what I mean, because you're watching it with your family in this safe space, and then even after my granddad died, like to remember him, 
I'd put on the films and I could pull the curtains and like I'd get then a comfort out of watching yeah, yeah. horror because it'd make me kind of feel yeah. m- remind me of feeling loved or feeling safe and then it's lovely but it's fucking weird Jesus talk to someone man usually, <laughs> usually I get some comfort in watching comedy films <laughs> That is nice though. Even when you're saying just like yeah. closing the blinds and you used to do that and you used to think that you were in the cinema then. Like, you know what I mean? I do that yeah. with my kids now. Only we don't watch slashers. <laughs> you should start them off. If yeah. I had kids, they might. Now, yeah. Toy Story's pretty scary towards the end, I think. You know? <laughs> if you just. some moments, yeah. You know, in Toy Story 4, when, all the, when they're about to go into the furnace, just say, and that's the end. There's no more. <laughs> <laughs> they born and are dead. The, the story about the suitcase and the possession yeah. as a kid, it's sort of like similar to. An episode of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, in a way, like just the, the the scenario of it is. Yeah, and but it, the whole thing is like, how can you? So when you're doing the podcast, the and one the other thing where I'm kind of making it Irish, I'm going, how can you make it close enough to believable that it could yeah. possibly be something that happened? You know, and mm. that was just throw in a cuddle. <laughs> yeah, but um, and then to have to have that stuff that like you can recognize it enough that. Um, that you're going could have happened to me, and that was like, and with the suitcase you're going, well, that, me nana's back, and like me nana's the one that's telling us all these things happened, yeah. and so you have a tendency to believe horror, you know what I mean? So, yeah, how yeah. Can you? Do you have like a favorite type of horror then, like, or is it just like all of them? Like, is it horror, slashers, ghosty ones, you know, ghosty ones, ghosty ones? <laughs> no, you name it, I'll watch it. I'll yeah, watch, I'll watch, like it. Yeah, just is there any that you don't like then? No. Well, there, like there's, well, there's some films that are a load of rubbish, but like, there's no type of film that would go, that's not yeah. for me, you know. The listeners are getting spoiled too. Halloween episodes back to back. Boom. Last week we were talking about the Blair Witch Project, and when it came out, people thought it was real because of all the campaign. Do you remember when it came out? Yeah. Did you yeah. believe that it was real? Well, see, I kind of heard about it afterwards, and I was raging because I loved the idea of. Hosting. Funny enough, to how I met Liam, who produces Petrified. Um, I got this idea in my head. What if I wrote a, a tour that tourists could do around Dublin, but none of it was real? And then they listened to it. And then when they went back to their home countries, they had all these stories about Dublin that wasn't true. So I was going, I'd love to try and do something like that. So I contacted Liam because he'd interviewed me for an RTE thing before. And because um, he was the only person I knew who did audio. So we did this thing called Eerie. And so you listen to it and like it, it led you around the city centre around Dublin and told you to stop in certain places and told you like ghost stories about them but none of them were true yeah and then at the end of it it turned out that like um, uh, if you the, the route that you walked around Dublin if you looked at it from above like kind of on a Google map thing the route that you'd walked you'd walked the shape of an ancient ruin like an R-U-N-E and you'd cursed yourself by walking in that direction you're, you're an awful messer, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> but 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 uh, time that. But I love that stuff. I love the thing of like, can you get away with making people think that this is real? Like how the ghost watch. That. That's ghost watch. Yeah, yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't know about that until it was brought up. I think la- maybe last year. Would would it? Um, that might be two years ago now. That was a, one of maybe our first yeah. around Halloween. Very early on doing yeah, it yeah. anyway. And then I went and watched it. It's on YouTube, I think. Mm. Wow. That's fucking mad. I, I mean, that's what horror is, isn't it? it if you, you have to buy into it. You have to believe it. And the best way of buying into something is not knowing that it's fucking fake. It's I hard don't to know. get that now, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's so hard to get it. Yeah. 
which is why it's interesting like doing a podcast or the live show that you, you'll be doing like you don't know what to expect like you don't know what you're going into mm. like is it going to be ghouls going woo or is it going to be a little bit more <laughs> intricate <laughs> you know we, we don't have the budget going, for the ghouls yeah. <laughs> just a load of props on Mr. Price <laughs> <laughs> well he did say you might no, be in it <laughs> bed sheets and black bags did you, did you ever do on a Ouija board yeah did you yeah, yeah. it was kind of so, but even afterwards, after we did it, we were going, um, nobody would believe that was true, but I swear to God, it, it, it worked. So we're after, this has gone back years now, and um, God, I probably shouldn't be saying this. So I used to do first aid at gigs, and then what I did was after I left, I kept the uniform, and I used to put on the first aid uniform and sneak into gigs and then get changed in the toilet into me normal clothes. Yeah, brilliant. And we're, I think that's really <laughs> clever. Pretty smart. <laughs> Always, trick, always tricking yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd fucking love that. He'd, he'd, <laughs> I'm all over that street. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then, uh, one of me and one of my friends did that. And then it, there was talk of like there was this house party, um, and where the person lived. They used to, she lived kind of down the side of the Fino, but our back uh, our back garden was the Liffey. Like she had no back garden, like because it was facing the it was facing the Fino. So we went in there, and there was a kind of a party happening here. But then you walk downstairs to our kitchen. And there was a few people around a dining table and they were doing like a Ouija board thing and nothing was happening. And so me you and rolled my friend, up the sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> again, yeah, let's get this thing started. And then <laughs> and then we started doing it and the things start working and the, the only way to describe it is like um you know air hockey when you're when you do, and yeah, yeah. it feels like it's on a, a bed of air because we were doing it with a glass and it felt like the glass was on a bed of air moving around by itself and I'll never forget so we got talking with this one and her name was Ali and she was from Cornwall and she said uh, that she'd died because she was drunk and she fell backwards off a balcony at a party but her thing was like that she wanted to try and get in contact with her mad and ass because she was afraid they thought that she did that she took her own life um, but this was like years ago this was like kind of before like Google really kicked off so like we were kind of going God, you, how would you ever look it up but the mad thing was like we were talking to her for ages and then as the sun started coming up the glass starts slowing down and then the thing when you do like a Ouija board is you have to release the spirit because if it just stops they're still in the room whatever so you have to kind of say goodbye and and then like as soon as it was over like the girl who owned the house like she picked up the glass and threw her into the liffy she's like oh but um but yeah so like walking home it was about like 6am sun coming up and I was saying to my friend Georgina I was going nobody will ever believe that like the thing was moving around by itself I swear to god you're saying that the ghost was anyone possessed now Maybe me. <laughs> you're saying you're saying like that she was a woman from Cornwall who died because she fell off a balcony. Was she spelling all that out? Yeah, it must have took ages. Well, I told yeah. you we're there the song come up. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like waiting on a WhatsApp and you just see dot 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 typing. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Mm. So what is it about Ouija boards that like like that spirits are supposed to like? What's so special about them? Are they made with a special wood or are they it's, made with... Yeah. I think it's supposed to be something... I think it's... Well, some people that say that's not spirits at all, that it's supposed to be your collective unconscious. Everyone kind of tunes into the same energy and then you're all kind of doing it together. But it's it's more so that it's supposed to be opening a door and when everybody is concentrating at the same time because you don't even need the board. Like, some people do it with, like... Paper. Paper, just like a bit it, yeah. of paper. And, like, you know, we did it with, like, a drinking glass. We didn't even have the... Thing. They used to sell them as kids board games kids in toys. toys R Us. I yeah, think yeah. it was. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, 
But I think yeah. it was Hasbro or something. Had what was yeah, the Hasbro, game yeah. though? What was the game? What was the, the objective? Week, the <laughs> like, to talk to spirits? Is the, was it? Yeah. The kids like maybe the kids game was like a magnet under it, like and it was kind of a a spoof of it. Maybe I don't know. But I like, don't think it was. So. Wasn't it? it? Was just. I yeah. think it was just to contact the dead. <sighs> Have you ever done one since, or is that the only time you did it? Tried to do it and it never worked again. Really, never worked again. I yeah. thought you just worked all the time. Do you, do you vocally ask a question? Yeah. And then it, and it, but like you wouldn't be like, um, you'd kind of target because, t- like, how did you die? And then, you know, mm. I think she spelt like balcony or something. Like, it's years ago, I can't quite remember. I think she spelled something. And then you kind of go, balcony where was the balcony? <laughs> like, where was the balcony and stuff like that? And so it's kind of, and you get it from that. It's rather than her going, well, I was here at this thing on the Friday. You know, it'd Just be sports, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you say where are you now? Like why are you chatting to us? And where What's going was on? this? The gaff. The this was the place uh, facing the Phoenix Park down. You're not contacting someone that like died there. They just come to you from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I watched a film called Talk to Me. Did you see? Yeah. You watch that. Yeah. And it's kind of similar, isn't it? Yeah. That's a mad film. You should watch that. I seen the trailer. That's with the hand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. When I watched the trailer, I was a bit like, ah. Yeah, that's how I feel well, about it's actually it. Decent, like, is it? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What's your take on it? Is it good or bad? Is it I worth watching? Th- I thought the first half of it was good. When like you know the way they nearly made it that like it was a uh, almost a metaphor for like teenagers at a party doing drugs or something. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I thought, oh, that was cool. Um, but then once it kind of all went a bit wrong, and I was going, ah, it's nothing I haven't really seen yeah. before. But it starts off great. Mm. Yeah, we enjoyed it. it. It's hard to make an original horror now, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Something that hasn't like it's it's like you. How can you invent something new that's supernatural mm. that hasn't already been made? Like, you, it's it's like trying to create a color. Yeah, like it's not a ghost. It's what is it? It's not a zombie or there's vampires. It's werewolf. But that's even that's been done. Mm. Megan, like you can tell a, a good story, but like that story's been told. Yeah, a bunch. Like you know what I mean? I tried to watch the new Pet Cemetery as well. Like, and I'm just like, ah, come on. I just the new horrors just don't get me. Mm. I think there's something nice about the the film or the grit and the fact that it's blurry even adds to that's why the old Exorcist is so good because it's so dirty looking and grimy and even the sound quality is bad it feels like you're watching something from the past which makes it even more haunted you watch the Exorcist now and it's everything is in focus it's meticulously shot it's you know even even the CGI is so perfect it's too perfect it's too clean I agree with you Absolutely. That's why I think films now. I think we're short. Crap. We're short the a new like slasher film like a, a Jason or a the Scream. Like do you know that way? There hasn't been like one of them in years that like hit. No, probably since like Scream. Like, I'd say yeah. Mm. And then Scream is still back there, still making yeah. more films. Yeah. yeah. Scream twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for that one. That's gonna be Nev Campbell's back. I wonder who he is. Who's the killer? <laughs> Stew man came back from the dead. But they're the ones that I hated the most was the slasher ones. So I know what did you did you? last summer and stuff like that. When yeah. I, when I was younger, I loved them ones. Loved them. That's why I was asking you. Like, do you have a favorite type? Like, it's the supernatural ones that get me, like Poltergeist and mm. The Exorcist, Shining. The Shining, yeah, it's pretty good too. But not scary. I didn't really find The Shining scary. It's more like a psychological thriller than it is yeah. a horror. It's the flash moments in it though that get me like the, the girls and the one in the bat. And so you read The Exorcist. Did you find, like I've never been scared from reading a book. Is there a book that you find scary to yeah, read? Yeah, but the, the Shining, the book of The Shining like, kind of is 
creepy. There's a few, like Stephen King would have wrote a, a few that actually made me jump. You know, you'd never <laughs> think that you'd write, that you'd read something <laughs> that'd make you jump. Yeah. Reading yeah. it? Yeah, jumped. Um, I would love one... to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone reading the book and going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few, and then there's, uh, so Stephen King would have written the, um, like the shine in the book is slightly different so like it's not a, it acts it's a it's like a croquet mallet that he comes after or with and so he's chasing he's like kind of crawling after down the corridor because two of them are injured and he's trying to whack her with the mallet and while I was reading I was pulling my feet up oh really I kind yeah. of you know really getting and then there's another one he did called Gerald's Game and like uh, there's a part where somebody sits in the car and they it's look the film, yeah. yeah and they, but they look in the rear view mirror and the kind of somebody behind him and I jumped when I read it like yeah <laughs> yeah There's some imagination always reading that I just go yeah <laughs> <laughs> I concur with Peter that I was saying to him before we recorded this The Shining was the first time a book terrified me. Really? Oh yeah, really scary. Is that pictures in it? Yes, yes. Oh, that is the scary part. It's scary. It's very scary. You were at um, Hollywood Horror Night in. Yeah, LA yeah. Just back from LA. Only back yeah. from LA about a week. But yeah, I did about like you know, even though. Ireland kind of made Halloween like nobody really goes all out like America like the stuff that yeah. they have over there so I go this is, that was my tour year going over to America for like In a a Halloween yeah so the first year I did like all the Sleepy Hollow Salem like New Orleans all that stuff yeah. and then yeah, this year was all LA because there's so much to do. Like, yeah, you know, jealous. Yourself. I'm jealous. Yeah, br- I'm jealous of myself. Like, it's brilliant. If you love horror, jealous. I'm yeah. so jealous of myself that winter. Hate that. Hate that. Be, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So and not scary farm like yeah. all the. And then there was like they're the kind of. Can you explain them to me? Because I have no idea like what the fuck you're talking nightmare about. Nightmare realm or pharmophobia, <laughs> except class. What? Pharmophobia is class. Nightmare Realm's class, but this like classer, if that's a word. <laughs> like it's basically like film sets you're walking yeah. into, but there's they go all out the the money. Like there's spent. actors yeah. who are playing like the girl from Evil Dead. Oh, there's right. actors who are playing the Exorcist and other ones. What? What's yeah, there was a Chucky one. There was um, I went last year and there was one maze that like your man the weekend designed, and the queue for that was three hours that you'd be in that queue. Hang on. When I went to LA. Do, this is a horror realm and the weekend is designing yeah. a maze. <laughs> what Sha- the Shaquille fuck O'Neal is has, this? Shaquille O'Neal, you were saying. Shacktoberfest. Yeah. Shacktoberfest. Uh, <laughs> lads, come in. Zombie, God zomb- God zombie basketball I'll player. I'll speak to pharmaphobia. Jesus. <laughs> Did you ever do the one in New York? It's kind of like a dinner. It's a dinner. You go in, you have a dinner. Like you go through a telephone box and then they bring you up and it's a big dinner area. But then there's a side... I mean, this is probably shit compared to the one that you done in LA. But then you go in, and it was, that was the first experience I have. And I don't do well in them environments, and I just run or hide. Like I, and I literally just held more in front of me and like pushed her into the your man's fake chainsaw, and <laughs> I was just legging a boy. There was one I did over in London recently called Bloodbat, 
and you're supposed to go through a serial oh, done that. killer's house. Did you, the serial killer's house? Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was telling him that he, he held, your man held me up against the wall and was shoving popcorn in my yeah. mouth and all that, yeah. And I asked him, was assaulted aboard? <laughs> and he was like, why do you fucking care? <laughs> it's the least of your words in this story. <laughs> <laughs> or toffee, could have been toffee popcorn. Anyway, go ahead. But when I did that now, because my friends wouldn't go with me, so I just said, I'll go by myself. And he had me in with a group of six others. And then the group didn't turn up, so I had to do the whole thing by myself. How was that? So all the stuff that, you know, you would have been doing, that like, you're probably like picking people out or doing that, it was all me, all the time. <laughs> That's, that is, that, that is scary. <laughs> but I was delighted with myself. <laughs> yeah. You'd love that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a room where you get tied up and all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> is that the one where they take your photos up from Instagram and stuff? Yeah. Did they do that to you? Uh, and then the uh, and then the the they give you a postcard afterwards, like signed, like on. Can we can can we stay in your house? You yeah, know? they give you a personalized message, like yeah. you know, on the way. Does they have a sleepover, like. Oh, it, he was saying him because his ma's like this kind of it's this mummified thing he's going because it ends when the police come in and save you from being skint or whatever. Yeah, and then like he sends you a card going, "What me and my ma are on the run now because the police are after us. Can we come over and stay with you in Ireland?" <laughs> So crazy. No thanks. <laughs> but that was a bit more crack though, wasn't it? Like it was a bit funny rather than yeah. rather than scary. But it was immersive and it was good. Mm. I don't know how you done that by yourself. <laughs> what no choice? They meet you down a lane. It's like a lane down here. They meet you down a lane before you go in and shove a bag over your head now and drag you into like this warehouse. And and you were probably there going, "This is great." You're like, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Money well spent. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Oh my god Were you shitting though? Were you a bit? No I get a real kick out of it You know that little The butterflies yeah. in the stomach kind of thing And then I'm not fearful Just like excited Excited yeah. Completely excited And then like you know When nobody else turned up And it was just me I was like Ah oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> Lovely Love that Yeah, yeah. I'd be like fuck You're kind of similar to myself I went to the nightmare realm And I ended up just dancing with Like the clowns In the clown room And they Took the CCTV footage of that And tagged me on Instagram Of me dancing with the clowns Do you want to explain that story To to listeners? Oh yeah that means You'll need to explain it to me I I went to the nightmare realm And I was going into the different realms But you were saying to me They'd probably know you yeah, so they did. Like they were like Darren, hey, and all this like clowns and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I just want to kind of go in, and you know, it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I want the experience. Yeah, and uh, I got in. There was this clown following me around, and then they obviously said to another clown in the clown maze thing, uh, "Darren's there. We 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 catch him lovely here." Blah blah blah. So Amy and that walked ahead of me, and the two of them cornered me. Two clowns in the clown room. And like it's more like kind of like ugh than like scary or anything like, and uh, they were like dance, Darren, dance, and I just start dancing. So <laughs> Can we see? Get that up. Get that I'll, up. I'll get it for you. I'll show you. And I'm dancing with the clowns, and I goes, "You go around that way. I'll go this way." And when they done that, I legged it. <laughs> you can see me in the video legging it just like that. My name is like, "Where are you?" In the fucking clown maze, dancing with them. <laughs> <laughs> You went to Salem? Yeah, yeah. For one Halloween? Yeah, and Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. What's, what's Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy Hollow is where the Headless Horseman. The movie, you know, with Johnny Depp? Yeah, yeah. I know so the movie, but is it a real place? So the le- yeah, it's Sleepy it? Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's upstate New York. 
Yeah, it's lovely, and they really cashed in that, like, they have. <laughs> yeah, well. It's America. Surprise, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um. They really cashed yeah, in on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then New Orleans as well to do all, like, the voodoo tours and everything for Halloween. Yeah, I love it. What are they? Uh, so that's where, kind of, they said that voodoo originated in, in, New, in America, sorry, in New Orleans. So, like, you, they bring you, like, down the kind of uh, all the houses where like there was voodoo rituals and like mm. famous mass killings got him it's like the, very grim the like? Cecil Hotel no yeah, what's it, it downtown LA Cecil Hotel where all the serial killers used to stay oh yeah yeah and feel like gratitude from staying there like oh Jeffrey Dahmer said here I'll stay here like yeah your man what was his name Rodriguez or something oh. the Night Stalker yeah was his name Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Yeah. he was like that was his base, like, and it's still open, I think. Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez, yeah, mm. that was his base. Sick, sick bastards. Yeah, that's great. Why would anyone go to like, leave it to the films? <laughs> no, leave it to the movies. Don't be doing it in real life, like. Yeah. So, Peter, it's just in general. Do you not feel fear when you're like oh, the Ouija board, yeah. for instance? Yeah. Were you scared when you were? That was more like stuff? that was more like kind of cool, you know. That was yeah. more that feeling. See, I'd be terrified. I'd, I'd feel. Fear run through my bones, but I, you just—it's the thing of like because you. you know that like you when you go to something like the universal thing, like they're not going to kill you. So, yeah. but even like when I went to like because I went last year as well, and w- in one of the mazes when I was walking because they're they're so well timed now, you know, like people jump out and then they have to go back in for the next person. But like this, we were slightly off because I was having a look, and then when I walked past something, jump out and it hit me a loaf like one of the scarecrows and I thought it was gas I thought it was funny like but then when we went outside like um, there was tree security there was like the people that ran the park and they were all like because I suppose in America they're thinking claim you know <laughs> so but so like but that was the only thing that Did you, you know what Did you climb? No I got it was it was a dope like I just they, they gave me like a meal ticket and I was Thanks very much. <laughs> but I didn't want the person to get into trouble, so I was like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But, there's, um, there's a voucher for a Freddy Krueger burger. Jump out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you know that nothing terrible is going to happen, so um, so it's the, you, you get like a little trail, but like. Yeah, but that's not with, like a voodoo, but a voodoo board is. The uh, Ouija board or doing voodoo. You probably done the voodoo doll or something, did you? Yeah. Do you not yeah. think, like, maybe I'm opening myself up here to be fucking possessed? It seems like you kind of want that. <laughs> so when we were in New York the, you know the Amityville horror yeah. you know the way that's the real house when we were in New York years ago I wanted to see the house Yeah. so I convinced like a few friends to go with me because it's, it's 112 Ocean Avenue Amityville that's what it's called when I was researching it like they say like uh, don't the, the, the people that live in Amityville they don't want you to come to visit the house they're sick of it they're sick of it. <laughs> do not come do not come so of course we went but like when we we got off the train and um, it was like Sunday like kind of brunch time and, and so you're walking around and like but if you even look like a bit of a stranger like people are kind of stopping what they're doing and like staring you out of it and like you know there are people that having brunch outside and they'd stop eating and they were looking at us and then like there was even a car going past and when the car was driving past like the head was turning look at this so already you're in a panic you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like you're building it up this thing and so we reached the, the top of the street where the house is and the dog started barking and all, and then there was a fella doing his garden, and he was stopping, he was looking at us. So we were all kind of like, fuck, you know, we're not. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, just fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Fucking love horror. Like, um, 
we're already like, oh, we're not welcome here. So we get this like idea. We goes, um, so we just walk past, take a quick look at us, and then when we when we're turning back, that's when we take all the photographs and stuff like that. Mm. So I was like a bit ahead, and so I went to turn, and one of my friends goes, oh my god, what's that behind you? And I goes, what? And she, she goes, look. And so I turned into was this autumn leaf, like kind of floating perfectly in one place, just behind me back. And so I was going, that's mad. And so I walked off, and the leaf followed you. Followed me. And so I was going, leaf. and so I was going. This is a bit. This is weird. So like, I start walking. Say, like, leave me alone. <laughs> so I start like walking. And, Take that out. Yeah. So I start like walking in zigzags, and I was going, "Oh my god, this this thing is like I'm haunted." And then like I'm going, "My god!" And then like I kind of reach behind and realize it was actually caught on a string on me shorts. Oh, fucking hell. So close. Yeah. Oh, so but close. But then, but then me, but then one of my friends was going. Uh, he was. I was going. What did you think when we thought like there was actually like this thing following us and he was, he was going he was going he, he said uh, I was thinking you'd be fucking delighted because you'd be lo- you'd love to be possessed <laughs> yeah, there you go. your friends are saying it I'd, yeah. I'd well believe it yeah did you ever see a ghost or anything like that no and I'm kind of raging I'd love to I've never like there's family ghost stories but I've never actually seen that myself I hear them um, but I'd love to so. I mean you've been to all these places and, and done all am- these things you're am- amongst it all like a ghost would just present itself by now and just say, look, you've been around the world doing this, like, yeah. here I am. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably sick of him. Like, oh, here's your man again. Fuck it. <laughs> sick of it. Yeah. But um, no, like, it the uh, kind of creepy, st- like, creepy things that happen to family members and stuff like that, but I've never actually, well, I suppose the Ouija board was a visual thing, but I've never actually seen seeing a ghost if you know I'd yeah, love yeah. to I'd love to I just say that because I'm quite jealous of Joe because he's haunted himself like he I think there's a ghost following him to be Big honest time. oh yeah proper we've said we've talked a bunch on the podcast about experiences like supernatural experiences that that happened to me do you want me to go over it well yeah I think Peter deserves to okay yeah. I'll, I'll tell you of all people the, you should tell these the stories biggest, the biggest story that I, that I have I think that is unexplainable and I experienced it with my brother so I was I'm, I lived in the flats, top balcony. I was in my bedroom one evening on the top floor, so couldn't get up any higher. And my brother's playing the Sega Mega Drive World Cup, to be specific. Good Fran- game. France Good game, yeah. Classic. Uh, and I'm sitting on the bunk bed behind him, face first. Like, I just remember also vividly, uh, I'm sitting there. I'm trying to think of what year this was. I would have been about 12 or something like that. And I'm watching him playing the, the Sega. And all of a sudden we hear a little faint whisper. Now, everything's closed. We're miles up from the, the bottom floor and the whisper comes from kind of the window which is behind us. And it just says, Jason. So Jay, that's the name of my brother. Jay paused the game and then turned around to me and I was like, did you hear that? He's like, yeah. Nothing. And then we went, okay. Could have been anything. And then he unpaused it, started playing again. And then we heard it again, a little bit louder this time. And it said his name really clear, like, Jason. In, yeah, the like, in the room oh it was like it, was like, it sounded like mm. I'm saying it to you like in the room Jason and then he paused again like hair on your neck stand up like that we definitely fucking heard that and as we were looking at each other like did you fucking hear that we just heard it like it was there by, by a face like Jason in our like faces and we fucking legged wow. it downstairs to me man dad like, yeah. oh but it was like it was there and it was as clear as mm. There's no and there was no explaining it. Like there's no explaining that. I just cannot explain it. And my brother 
experience like was there as well. Paused the game, looked at me for the third time in our faces, said his name. Cannot explain that. Other than it being supernatural. Like mm. I can't explain it. Will you tell us the one about uh, the, the more recent ones in the new house? So <laughs> There's loads. This is where the theory that the ghost Joe is haunted, not the places. This is where this starts. I think is that's where it starts kicking, isn't it? And what you saw or experienced more recently. It kind of goes yeah. back to when we went to see the medium, and she said to you that she felt kind of abilities from you or something like that, or yeah, that you could talk to the dead. That we that had psychic powers yeah. or some shit like that. But there's more recent things that happened. Go ahead. So like in me gaff now, like there was another. There was, it's a I wish I could help. I wish I could give you the experience instead of mm. telling you about the experience. If that makes any sense, because it's about three o'clock in the morning one time. This is I'll tell you another story after mm. this, but it was about three o'clock in the morning one time, and I wake up in the middle of the night with the missus, and there's like music like from a a wind up toy box or something like you know what I mean, and it's mm. playing and it's really loud and it sounds like it's coming from a there was like a chest in the bedroom like. And I went over to look at it, to, to knock it off. Like, I thought it was an alarm or something going off. I was like, what is that? Is that your phone tomorrow? And she's like, no, will you knock it off? And I'm like, I don't know what, where is it? And then I went over and I went to look in the in the chest. And as I as I done it, it got louder and then just stopped. And there's nothing, not, no clothes, nothing. The chest is just 100% empty. And I don't know what the fuck, like that, it wasn't the next door neighbor. We were up against the wall. Like, there was... No, and again, I'm so glad that Myrtle was there to experience that mm. because she can corroborate the story. And she's like, "Yeah, how, did, like doesn't does just does not make any sense." But then the most recent one I had was I was downstairs playing uh, my PlayStation Five. I was playing Rocket League, <laughs> and I felt in the corner of the room somebody looking at me. This, and I thought, like I, I'm still on the fence about this one because when you feel something, that can just be paranoia. But like mm. other stuff, like was very audible or visual. Um, there were, I felt like there was someone looking at me. So I paused the game, and I looked over, and I just felt like there was someone standing in the corner of the room, looking at me. A very like a tall. I don't know why I felt it, but I felt like there was a tall, cloaked kind of woman, just like looking at me, kind of floating in the corner, even like, though I couldn't like the nun see it. I didn't see the nun, but. Probably. It's a clogged woman. <laughs> a nun. <laughs> <laughs> so then I started playing it again. Play, I said, I'm just fucking paranoid. I started playing it again. And I just felt it kind of creeping a little bit towards me. And I was like, ah, <laughs> fuck this. I might be paranoid or whatever. But I'm going to bed. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then I went up to bed and I went to sleep. And then uh, the next morning, Murray said, were you all right last night? And I, I was like, yeah, why? She goes, when you came up to bed, like, you, you went into bed, but I felt like there was a woman coming up uh. the stairs after you and came into the bedroom. Did she not say she saw something? That was, a, so that's a different time, in the same bedroom. Oh. I think we were, we were both, we were in the, we were both in the bed, this is a separate time, and we both seen a woman in the corner of the room, and she said that it came towards her. And she just closed her eyes and just went to sleep to just kind of get it out of her head. But then the next day, she was like, did you feel that last night? I was like, I felt like there was a woman in the corner oh. of the room again. And then she was like, so did I. And it came up to, up over the bed. 
Like, I don't know how... Uh, I wish you could experience... Like, it's one of them things that you can't express how you feel something. Like, you know, how you experience something. Mm. It's mad. Did you ever look it up to see if there was any history in the house or anything? In the house that I'm in now? Yeah. I feel like you just locked the door in his mind there. The way. <laughs> I, <laughs> said that I, I said that I wanted to go and get some people in. No, because the mu- the music box experience was in mm. a different house. But the woman, I, I wonder, is there the woman, history of anybody? But the woman was in the flats. The one that whispered in my ear. And I feel like, fuck, if it's the same fucking Follow person, me. like, you know what I mean? Well, there, once there's a saying that a spirit sticks to you like chewing gum. Maybe that's what it is. I think maybe. But she was calling Jason and Jason, mm. my brother, has passed. And I feel like since Jay passed, the experience of that woman, I feel her a lot more now that he's gone. So mm. maybe because I was there and experienced that moment and now Jay has passed, mm. then she's probably following me. Mm. Was that woman, woman voice in the flat? Yeah. Did it... When you think of that, does it feel like that voice matches the image of... No. So it's different. I, 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 like, none of it. It's hard to yeah, make yeah. sense of any of it. But I don't feel like the the voice matches the, the figure. figure. But then sure, how would you... You know what I mean? It's Imagine looking at a stranger and trying to guess what he look, sound like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What about the one with... Uh, it was Oliver, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oliver was crying one of the nights. And I went into him. The kids do weird shit. I went into him and he was sitting up and uh, I said, what's wrong? You all right? You okay? Like, and he said, he won't leave me alone. Just in the middle of the bleeding night. He said, he won't leave me alone. And he points up to the fucking corner of the room. Uh, he won't leave me she. alone. <laughs> fucking hell. He won't leave me alone. I just go, right, I'll see you after. <laughs> 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 Locked his bedroom door. Called the priest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in supernatural stuff or do you just like being scared bit of both bit of both well both but um, I really believe in it but I kind of want to be convinced more like I'm open to it I'm not sceptical at all I'm not going to like any I, if people tell me something I believe it but like I've never had my own experience to really cement it if you know yeah. what I mean yeah but I'd love it because there's something kind of comforting as well because you're thinking like if there's ghosts it means that people that you lost you'll probably see them again you know well, that's kind of where I was going with it because yeah. if you believe in ghosts then you believe in a different realm or a different kind and that like when we go that that's not it that there's something after this that yeah. we just don't end you know hmm. but somebody d- described it before that he said uh, the way that they describe <clears throat> haunting is like uh, it's like a feeling he said like did you ever have a big party in your house and you come down the next morning and you can feel the party in your gaff you know, you can feel like that. There's still that yeah. energy, of, and they said that's what, that's how they would describe haunting. It's all those feelings that have just stayed in the place where they happened. Mm. Don't have any of them. <laughs> Do you not have any haunty, haunty experiences? Oh, parties in your house, haunted experiences. I've none of them. That's what I meant. Like, yeah, no, no stories like that. Yeah. What do I like? I was not not enough to kind of clarify that I'm a bit like spooked by it but mm. little things there was a family ghost story now it was before I was born and it would have been in when we were growing up in Bally well not when I was when the others were growing up in Bally Ferma and uh, so my gramp was after my gramp is like my ma's granda so he was after 
passing away and his house sorry I'm making a big meal of this anyway me nana lived in Ballyferma and me ma lived in a caravan in the back garden and me auntie lived in the caravan in the front garden in the house so when me grandpa who was around the corner passed away one of them took over his house so she said and this was like back when Artie you know like when Artie finished there was nothing there was no telly you know mm. come, come 11 o'clock or something it's silence in the house and uh, so the baby was asleep up in the car and my uncle was after going out my auntie is sitting there RTN so she's just sitting there knitting or something and she said she gets this overwhelming feeling that there's something upstairs leaning over the baby's car and so she's just kind of sitting there and she can't get the nerve to get up off the chair to go upstairs and she said she's frozen there and she can't move and she's just going it's like a figure like a man like just leaning over looking at the baby so finally she flies upstairs, she grabs the baby and she runs up to me nana who lived around the corner and she tells me nana she's real upset and all about her. And so she goes, I'm not staying there, I'm not staying there. And so basically the family, like they swapped the other person came in but me nana was saying, don't tell, don't tell like the others what happened in there because my other auntie was real windy and if she knew anything like this happened she wouldn't stay there. So it was late one night there, uh, me auntie said, me nana playing cards in the house all day fellas has gone out to the pub or whatever and there's banging down the door at 12 o'clock and I and they open the door and there's me under auntie there holding her baby going I had to come up she said I was sitting in the house and I felt like there was something leaning over the baby's car what <clears throat> yeah. what but then as well like she was saying so but then funny enough that auntie ended up staying in that house for a while even though she was supposed to be the windy one but the original auntie was babysitting for for her and she said um that because uh, the baby was a toddler and so she said like um, when everyone else was out the baby starts the baby like kind of crawls over pushes close the door and gets all his toys and starts piling them up against the door and then points to where the like up to where the bedroom is above and just goes oh <laughs> like oh I'm gonna open out smoke there <laughs> scared you. I love all that Mm. I was in me sitting room in the flats. Okay, this was the area. This did you tell us this one? I might have. If I did, I'd be surprised if he didn't. Yeah, I I would be. That's why I was asking. Yeah, he told us. And I got. I mean, I'm always trying to fucking do stupid hobbies. Like sometimes I just get a fat. Like I got blade and lock picks, and now I'm like on a buzz where I want to pick locks. Like (laughs) when I was younger, I got. Juggling balls. I was like, oh, maybe I'll learn how to juggle. It's just like a, a t- another thing that I'll learn how to do. But I'm f- embarrassed. So I was waiting until everyone was out of the house so I could have the sitting room where I'd have the space to actually be out to juggle. And I remember I was juggling the juggle, juggle balls, juggling balls, and the light switch in the sitting room because everyone was out. And that's why I was juggling. <laughs> and I was, I was going to throw the juggling balls up and down. And the light switch went off. Like the actual switch, like the lights didn't go off. The light switch went off and the lights, obviously, but the light switch went down and I stopped and I just went back on and I threw the balls. I said, fuck this, I'm gone. I legged it out of the house. Legged it out of the house. I didn't hear that one before. Because it's not like, maybe you could you, you could explain it if it was like the one switch, like maybe it wasn't fully clicked and it just fell back down or something. But the fact that I went back up I was like, fuck off, you ghost bastard. You, <laughs> you can't explain. Leave me alone. <clears throat> it's mental. 
It's mental. And does a how do you feel about psychics? The kind of same thing. There's sometimes I'm believing it, and then sometimes I'm going, they're making it up as they're going along. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm. you know, an awful lot of it is built on what they give you when you're in the room. Like, you know, is there anyone here who lost somebody beginning with Ness? You yeah. know, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, Even yeah. though that'd be like, and but they have it down to such a T yeah. that it can be like facial movements that you're doing are like little things that you're kind of giving away and they mm. can build it off and that. Because I would have watched like an awful lot of them things as well. Like, um, you know, were they supposed to contact the family members that's passed? But for like every question that you'd say, like, you know, uh, is there somebody who passed with a T? And you go, yeah. And then they go, is there a, a, and is the next letter L? You go, no. And then they go, how about an E? You know? <laughs> yeah. So there's, so like, you know, and does, uh, you know, does, does water mean anything to you? Well, mm, so vague. Yeah, yeah. That you end up kind of building a for them, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was. I, I think for the most part, like there are charlatans, like mm. a big load of me bollocks, like most most things. But the funniest, like down in Electric Picnic, there's a woman at the Salty Dog stage, and I was there last year, and she fucking knocked it out. She had me crying, like she knocked it out of the park. Whether it's real or not, it was the most impressive reading, mm. cold reading on the night, like like straight away, straight out the back. And she's like, there's people with you, like to me. Like, cause me and Morda sat down and she just went straight to me and she's like, there's people with you. You die and your brother's here with you. And I was like, fuck off. Yeah, will you, mm. you little bollocks. <laughs> yeah, like, mm. Straight away, like out the, out, out the blocks. And I was wow. like, fucking hell. And then she just went, she was talk, like, she went into detail about the things that, she, and there, was, there wasn't so many questions. There mm. wasn't kind of like, do you have... Yeah, I'm getting like a bit of sadness in the family. Is there a, a passing? Or it wasn't so much that. It was yeah. just like, oh wow, there's people with you right now. It's your brother, and I think it's your dad's with him as well. And I was like straight in, mm. and I was like, you nailed it. Like probably yeah. listens to the podcast. <laughs> that could be a possibility. I mean, that if that yeah. that could very just much be a possibility. Well, like that is kind of it's mad. Yeah, to say that off the bat. Yeah. Was there any other moments in that that you were... So like, much detail. Like what was one that stood out where you were just like, how the fuck did they know that? He was saying stuff, she was saying stuff like your dad saying that uh, your ma is, like your ma needs, I don't know, like she was, he was saying, she was saying that my dad was saying stuff that's personal, that's happening now in like, the family and yeah. stuff, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, that you probably couldn't guess, but then maybe it's vague enough that like, oh, there's, you know, oh, there's addiction or there's arguments or you know what I mean. When there's always that in every family, so mm-hmm. you can kind of, you can always explain it. There's some things that are unexplainable, and there's some things that you could explain away, but it's still impressive. And then there's some things that are just bollocks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's the things that are unexplainable. That's what gets me. Yeah. My ma used to love them. What the ghosts or the mediums? The mediums. Amy loves them as well. I think Amy done one on, like bought one on Etsy where they email you. The email you reading? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's into that, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On Etsy? I'm like, you're an idiot. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that now with my card. <laughs> Don't be using my bank card now to do that. <laughs> Oh my god! And did it work? Like, did no, the reading? Okay, it was no. just like, 
I don't even know what like she told me before what it was. I, I must get it like and chat about it next time. But like it was just a, the biggest spoof ever. Like yeah. it was <laughs> all he had was our email address. Didn't know who she was. Just like saying like just random. And it's probably like CC to about fifty people. The same thing. Probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every other Amy that. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, everyone I ask this to will say says no but one of my favourite horror or scary films at least is Alien Abduction the McPherson story have you ever seen that? no ah. a lengthy one that what's that called? Alien Abduction the McPherson story is it's it so obscure one? like me I was saying to you that I used to have a video uh, collection of mm. just horror films mm. I used to go to chapters I used to go to like there was a video shop and the keys you get the most obscure fucking films like Puppet I remember the Puppet Master Puppet yeah. Master like and Driller Killer all them brain old sh- yeah <laughs> yeah bad, bad taste um, no that's but, that's the name of a film so it's Bad Taste brain, is it? yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was saying brain dead. Bad, bad Taste <laughs> <laughs> um but we could never get this film, and we seen it. I seen it once on Sky Movies, and it was never repeated. And it was on at like one o'clock in the morning, and it was so obscure, and nobody watched and it. And it was that one. And it was Alien Abduction McPherson story, and I spent years. <laughs> Alien Abduction McPherson story. I spent years trying to find that, and it, it it was a really low budget, but it's a fan. And it was before the Blair Witch Project. It was basically a found footage tape of a family that was abducted by aliens. And it's uh, it's the the video the home oh, footage. Do you know what Liam, who produces Petrified, got that about three weeks ago? He got <gasps> it on, yeah, because he was when you said the family thing, because he t- he was taking photographs of the case and the book and all that together, wouldn't he send it to me? <sighs> I didn't know that was what it was called but when you describe it. Found footage in the family. Yeah, yeah. he got it about three weeks. Ago. Got it on DVD. Yeah, born a get them to born a copy of it. <laughs> because I thought it was real. For many, 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 many years, yeah. up until recently, like five years ago, I thought it was fucking real. It's an and indie, I was like, indie flick. It's very, it's very indie. It's yeah. very, so, 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 so niche. Um, and it was, it, it's intercut with like interviews by the sheriff. Like when something weird happens, like it pauses and then it cuts to the sheriff and the sheriff mm-hmm. is like, uh, the McPhersons were a really quiet family. It's and like they the, kinda, the preamble to the Blair Witch that you released on Sci-Fi that you told us to watch end up watching. Yeah. It was like half an hour. Yeah. And yeah, it's all that like. But this, it just, I believed that it was real. And I showed more that. And we were only talking about you showing Amy Blair Witch Project and convincing her that it's real because she hasn't seen it yet. Still try to do that. Absolutely. But I told Moira and my sister and my brother like five years ago, it was like, this is real, it's on, we found it, we found it. Because like you thought it was real. I caught it on a stream or something, I downloaded it. Ah, no. It's, it's very hard to get. It's very hard to get. Like that's, He probably paid about 50 quid or something for this so. yoke. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three movies. <laughs> you wouldn't get on that, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's Wasn't mad it? fucking, <clears throat> mad film. But like, I <laughs> sat them down and watched them and I told them that it was real and they were terrified watching it because they thought it was real. Yeah. And it brings us back to like mm. the, the point where if, if you invested in something and you believe that it's real, that's when it's most scary. But if, if you I know... I just want something like not, that again. Will you make a horror film? And yeah, but I won't tell you. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. that would ruin the <laughs> yeah. whole point. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, you know, I won't talk to you about that, but have a think because <laughs> I tried to do this other thing before <clears throat> it was for the Bram Stoker Festival so um, I was thinking you know the way like 
uh, when it, with Instagram, like I think, like teenagers put everything on Instagram now. It's going, what would teenagers put up if they were haunted? Would they still keep putting everything up on Instagram? So I did this thing where, like, um, it was with the Bram Stoker Festival, and I got three young actors. And so over the course of a few days, we took loads of photographs and doing all different stuff, and then set up three Instagram accounts and had them talking to each other, sending each other messages. But then, like, as it went on, like, with stories and, like, kind of pictures and stuff like that, it was the progression of a haunting. So, like, and what happened then as it was going on, um, they start dying, like, on Instagram. And then the very last... Like a live on... Well, we'd pre-recorded it, but we put it out as like a live, kind of a live yeah. thing. And then, um, and then the very last girl, like, died at midnight in Halloween, like, live on Instagram, we put it up but the thing was like as well but it was uh, but when it started off because it wasn't so full on like there was more special effects that went along but had the characters like chatting to each other and then you'd have people because once the actors we took the photographs it was all me I was like replying to myself like pretend to be like a 17 year old young one but like you'd be getting messages from people thinking that it was a really you know, a teenage girl, or like kind of sending, there was a picture of her like holding a ventriloquist doll, and then people sending DMs going, Oh, what kind of ventriloquist are you into? and stuff like that. And you'd be replying as if this was a real person. I feel like you were just catfishing people and you got <laughs> caught, and you're like, I had a money messing Yeah, yeah, <laughs> look, it's full of ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the same thing, so I see how long you could get away with it by making people think, Yeah, hold on, it is just. Yeah, quite good at that. Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 Have to say now. No worries. I'm a bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a modern thing that people are scared? How did we live in the wilderness? Like, how did were cavemen scared That's of ghosts? Point. Well, it was. It's all kind of a self-protection yeah. thing. Like, I did this research out years ago, a, like a horror research thing, just saying why are we afraid of like stuff, and why do some people get entertainment from it? So I worked where child psychologists and, and interviewed kids and stuff like that to find out where it all comes from. And um, an awful lot of it is for safety. So, you know, you're you're built with kind of these fears in order to survive and there's stuff that you learn. But they said the three places, fortunately, like the, the saying that they have, like, it all comes from your parents, it kind of does. The, the, the way she summed it up, the psychologist, she said the three ways that you get your fears is, she said, just say... If a dog bites you, if a dog bites your ma, or if your ma tells you that dog is going to bite you. And that's the three ways you get your fears. Um, but then she said there's like, uh, you don't even have to have had a bad experience. Somebody can, like, if your ma tells you stuff, you can be made afraid of stuff. Mm. So she said, for instance, she has a deathly fear of snakes. She said she's never seen a snake in real life. She said she's only seen them on the telly. She said if she thinks of snakes, she starts to feel weak. Um, but she said before she talked to me, like a bit two weeks before she talked to me, she dropped a glass and she needed 13 stitches in her hand. She goes, I'm not afraid of a glass that actually did me damage, but a snake that I've never seen in my whole life. Yeah. I, I have a terrifying fear of it. And then, because um, one of the other things was like, I was going, I was trying to see, could I develop a phobia as part of this research? <laughs> you, you're mad, man. <laughs> but then it turned out you can't develop a phobia willingly. <laughs> Self-inflicted trauma. Yeah. But the, but that's the same thing as well with the, the phobia as well. Like It all kind of has to start when you're small. Mm. So you when you reach a certain age, you're almost too old to develop a phobia. It all has to be planted in you from when you're small and when you're grown up. Yeah. So when other people are whatever's being seeds are being planted in their head to make them afraid of ghosts and all this you're 
there with your grandparents, like loving all this crack. Yeah, which yeah. is why you're quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you have any phobias? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what eggs? <laughs> eggs. <laughs> like, uh, like chicken eggs. Yeah. Cooked chicken eggs or just I'm the egg in the shell? Eggs, you name it. Eggs. Just can't can't be doing it. Can't be doing it. Fried eggs, spoiled eggs, the tall all of eggs. It. Everything. What about ben- eggs Benedict? D- that's even worse. <laughs> like I won't even eat Easter eggs. What? Oh, yeah. Just well, it kind of. This sounds a bit too knee, so I don't know if this is too knee. But when I was small, I had a book of Gulliver's Travels, and uh, it's so. There was two islands, so the two islands were fighting because one of them at their eggs from the top, and one the other ones at their eggs from the bottom, and so the book was like a split screen picture. And then one of the pictures was somebody hitting a boiled egg with a spoon. And then the other picture was like a ward and there was a, f- a fella getting hit with an axe in the head. But in the, but in the boiled egg picture, there was blood coming out of the egg. And in the war one, there was egg yolk coming out of your man's head. Yeah. And so even then for a while, like I kind of, when I was growing up, I couldn't even look at like uh, bald men because I thought their heads were full of egg yolk. <laughs> 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 I mean, you can't be sure it's not true. <laughs> you never know. True. Um, but but so I think that's too neat. But then yeah, like uh, you know, nobody will, like eat them in front of me. Like I'll just I can't can't do it. Like, if I whip out an egg now, like like a, an egg, just an egg, I'd be over at the other side. To, yeah. Do you avoid oh. them in the supermarket? Yeah. Like even the me family and my friends like don't cook them when we're in the house. Um, you name it like I was even walking down the road with my friend um, down Cable Street and he got egged and I was just like and instead of like going oh jeez man sorry or something like that I was like okay I'll see you later and I just <laughs> left yeah. sorry for your loss yeah <laughs> we can't be friends anymore yeah, we're done yeah. well. you're unclean yeah have you ever heard of anyone else having this uh, no, uh, not like, that like how do I people have fear of clowns fear of this and that Like one of my friends has a fear of it, but it has to be a jar of buttons. It can't be a button on its own. It has to be a load of buttons in one thing, and that's her fear. Chocolate buttons? Chocolate just, buttons or? No, like buttons off your short. So it has to be like, yeah. So not a button on its own. It has to be like a group of buttons, and that's her fear. fear. <laughs> that's so bizarre. Like, how do you get a fear of fucking buttons? Yeah. <laughs> that's mad. Fear of eggs is overphobia. There we go. Is it? Did you ever have egg by accident? Like, you ever eat yeah. a sandwich and then you yeah, find a bit I, of egg in it? Yeah, well, what, I remember even being at a friend's house and then um, uh, my friend's husband, he was going like, have a, I can't even remember what the name of the food was, and he was going, have a bit of this. And like, he's usually like, he'd slag it and like, and stuff like this. And I'm going, this is nice of him giving me this. He's not usually this nice. So I air it wherever it was. And he goes, have another bit. And I was going, it's not usually this nice to me, but this is lovely, whatever I'm eating. And then, like, as soon as I ate, like, two big slices of it, he goes, you know, that's all egg. And the second he said it, like, it wasn't even, like, by choice, my stomach going, rump, and I had to run it, and, like, I mean, projectile vomit. Like, my oh, body, my like, God. It yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's the closest to being possessed by something. Are <laughs> <laughs> you afraid of chickens? No. And I love chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, in Fair, we used to have chickens, like, at the back when we were growing up, and, and people was going, do you think that's where it came from? Oh, like, yeah. having to collect the eggs, and I was going, I wasn't collecting the eggs from the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. every egg, fucking eggs are everywhere. Egg. I know yeah, an egg can yeah. pop up anywhere. Like you know, struggle. <laughs> Do you have a goal about it to kind of like get rid of that? One of my friends, uh, he was producing a thing on 
this is going back a few years, he was a producer on TV3 and he was going that there was some kind of psychologist coming in to help people deal with their fears and he was going, he's going, would you come in and do it? And I was going, I wouldn't, me whole. I was going like, you know, sitting on, on the television, like kind of, because the way they do it is like immersion therapy, you know, yeah, like right. all at once I was going, I'm not going to make a fool of myself sitting there until you got pelted with rags or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, nah, you, you, you couldn't be at yeah. that, yeah. yeah. You do it in your own space, not for the whole country. <laughs> when you all, you see an Evil Dead Rise, obviously. There's yeah. a scene in that where she's making eggs and it's yeah. absolutely yeah. disgusting. Them them. Yeah, and so like, you know, because the, you know, the cheese part great. For you. Yeah, <laughs> I had my eyes closed up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, tell me when it's finished. <laughs> Even like the start of the, you know, the Great British Bake Off or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when they're, they're doing like the montage, you see them cracking the egg in the yeah. I'm like looking at the table. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I have eggs with everything. Yeah. I, every, yeah. Eggs every kind of freak me out sometimes. But not like I don't have a fear. Like we, we do go for ramen and stuff like that, and he mm. just get the egg, and I kind of oh, a bit quelled over it. Like yeah. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, that's kind of food that shouldn't be in places as well, yeah. like beans on uh, like a banana or something. Be like, ah. <laughs> that sounds lovely. But beans, that's actually all right. Beans and bananas. <laughs> it's just like food in places. I'm just like get a bit of a nick off it. Do you have any phobias? Um. Probably cleaning. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. Really afraid of cleaning. <laughs> Do you have any? Well, the exorcist. Yeah. 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 That's Reagan. not a phobia. A phobia is an irrational fear. It is irrational. There's plenty of reasons that. to be afraid of that. No, it's just it's a supposed to be afraid of that. Movie. No, I don't have any, to be honest now. Do you? I'm afraid of boards. I'm afraid of animals with wings. With wings, yeah. They just panic me. They flap so much and... and I I was in I woke up one morning and I went to the bathroom and I pushed the door open to go to the bathroom and I didn't know but there was a, a pigeon that got into my bathroom and it was perched on the top sleeping on the top of the door so when I pushed it it fell smacked off the head woke up and started flapping all over the place and I, I'm like ah! and it's like Wah! and I'm like fuck and then I found its way out the way it came in like through a small little hatch window and then I, I think ever since then I've been traumatized and I'm afraid of boards. I'm afraid of seagulls, anything with wings. There you go. Yeah. This episode is like Joe's greatest hits. <laughs> Going through all the classics here, aren't you? You have to relive them. <laughs> it's a. Uh, but I think it's interesting what you are saying about that uh, affair is your mother either saying that's scary or they get bit mm. or you get bit. Mm. Because my ma, I'm afraid. I've he- I heard that recently somewhere, and I'm afraid of thunder. Well, you know when it's, it does a storm mm. and it's the sky. I get so nervous when like I don't know what's going to happen. Like it's fine, it's grand. Uh, but when I heard that, I was like, that makes sense because my ma would, if it was thunder and lightning now, or just thunder now and heavy rain, my ma would hide behind the couch, as if that's if, like I don't know what that's going to do. Couches save you from. She would hide behind the couch and she'd have us all. She'd I'd, Because she'd be scared, I'd be scared. And that's in me now. Yeah. I, she's, given, she's given me that. I'm afraid of light. I'm afraid of thunder. It's mm. it's a very strange sound though. It's terrifying. Doesn't make sense. It makes you realise you're on just this scary planet. And yeah. it's just like... Rawr, 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 and there's electricity in the air. Hmm. Well, 
Thanks very much yeah. for coming in, Peter. Really. You have me. Always great talking about horror. Yeah, it's Whenever good. I get the chance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get the Finally, chance. a whole episode dedicated to horror. Huh? Love it. Love it. Check out Peter's podcast, uh, Petrified. Yeah. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, because it's it's scary and spooky, and it's that it that is. time of year. And if you're around this evening, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the release date of this podcast. Go see Petrified live at the Laughter Lounge if there's tickets available. Hopefully there isn't. But if there is, check yeah. it out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice one. Thanks for coming Thanks in. Thanks for coming Thank in. Much. Thanks for having me. Happy Halloween. Ooh. Happy Halloween to yourself <laughs> as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice one. So that was Peter Dunn of the Petrified Podcast and we would like to thank him once again for coming in and joining us on the Stala Podcast. For a spooky episode. And it was. I loved that. I knew you would. I was right up my street now. That's your that's your cup of tea, isn't it? Yeah. I don't drink tea though, but if I did, that would be my cup. Your cup of blood. My cup of uh, five lamps. Your cup of five lamps. Yeah. The sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And what, a, and what a cup of five lamps you'd have now. Oh, I tell you. And it's more importantly, you have to visit the site, like, you know. Um, what site? Drinkaware.ie to know all about spooky drinking. Ah, yeah, but like, then you can have a drink of five lamps afterwards, though, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's more important, isn't it? I think so, yeah. But to get the facts is important. The, well, that is also, yeah, it's, they're, both, they're both very important. Mm-hmm. They're very important. See us next week, everybody. And don't be going throwing bangers at people. You bastards. You little cheeky Don't back. be putting bangers in the letterboxes. Huh? You little bastards. You wagons. <laughs> you little hair oils. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> See you. Six years. Get that black out of your hand now. <laughs> don't be fucking lighting that fios and think twice. There should be a fucking website for that. The, the <laughs> thing of... Visit bangersaware.ie. Visit acting the bollocksaware.ie. Stop acting the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> just says, it just says that in bold right when you go on the website, and that's all. <laughs> Stop acting the bollocks.com forward slash for fuck's sake. Stop. It's it. one of them sites that would be hacked and like just have like loads of different advertisements on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is stopactingthebollocks.com. To know all about how to stop acting the bollocks. Well, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you on Monday with the bonus episodes out. Ah, yeah. Very cool. Love you. Stall it with Darren and Joe. A Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Try a local in your local. Get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.